Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to discuss the astrological energies from May 10th until May 17th as we have quite a week unfolding as we will see Mercury station direct on May 14th. We're also going to have Jupiter enter Taurus this week. That occurs on May 16th. And right as Jupiter enters Taurus, we begin the energetic experience of the fixed grand cross, where we will also have Jupiter squaring Pluto retrograde at zero degrees of Aquarius. So I'll be talking about all of those aspects and more in today's show as this Wednesday podcast is the one where we look at the weekly energies. Now on Monday, May 8th, I just did a show for you focusing on Jupiter in Taurus energies. So please check that out as we look at how transiting Jupiter moving into Taurus changes the energies of what expands, what we're learning, what we are really truly seeing from the bigger picture of it all, especially in regards to Taurus themes and expressions. And so this is a big turnover here in May that is designed to help us move forward into what we're building and developing in our lives based on our own new higher frequencies of self-worth. What have you come to understand about your energy that makes it valuable? How is your energy valuable? How are you worthy? How are you actively living and experiencing those energies? How are you embodying them? Jupiter entering Taurus is about really looking at how we're here to grow in our self-value and our personal worth. And this is something that we might not always realize as we're moving through our days. It might not always be something that we consider or even appreciate. So this could be a time when something comes up for you that really reflects back how you are actively loving your energy, owning it, and how that is where you are trusting yourself to build and create a life that matters to you. So we will touch on that a bit more in today's show. There's a few things I want to cover before we get to the energies of May 16th when Jupiter enters Taurus. So as we're looking at what is happening this week, we still have Mercury retrograde in Taurus until May 14th. That is Sunday, May 14th, also Mother's Day here in the U.S. and Canada. And we're going to see this Mercury make some beneficial connections to both Saturn in Pisces and Venus in Cancer at six degrees on May 12th. So May 12th, we have an interesting and really lovely dance happening between Mercury retrograde in Taurus, sextiling, Saturn in Pisces, sextiling Venus in Cancer, which means there is also a trine between Saturn in Pisces and Venus in Cancer. Now, this is all happening at six degrees. 
So what we have here is energies that are in their flow. They're receptive. They are looking at what needs to go and what needs to stay. This is a day where your intuition could feel heightened as Venus in Cancer and Saturn in Pisces are connected to our intuitive frequencies. And this Mercury retrograde in Taurus is receiving those energies. And this is where Mercury is here to be more receptive in what he's considering, what he is learning, what he's moving through. And I feel like this energy is actually coming in more through the crown chakra. It feels like a solidification of downloads, intuition, what you are understanding, almost like you could receive very gently some new insights. You could receive something soft and flowing just coming through, even in your dream state, even in that place of before you awaken. There's almost this part of our experience right now is meant to be in trusting what comes through, not forcing it, not seeking it out even. This feels like you could have something flowing through, especially the crown chakra, coming in that you hadn't considered before. You didn't think of that solution or that idea. There could be a sense of, wow, where did that come from? I'm now getting some information here that actually connects and makes sense, but I didn't go looking for it. I didn't seek it out. So May 12th is a softer day of just allowing yourself to receive and to also make sure that your mind isn't over-processing overthinking. It isn't spinning its wheels too much. This is where you could also allow things to flow out. If you are stuck, if your mind feels like it's in a loop and you're looking for a solution or how do I change the energy in this? How do I say this? How, how, how? Almost like just offering that intention out into the universe is going to bring back something that will work. And it's going to work because it also has something solid to it with Saturn involved. And it also involves more of your ability to trust the information you're receiving. Because the very active ego or mind energy might want to override it or say that won't work. No, I don't want to do it like that. No, that doesn't work for me. But this is an energy of just staying open to what comes through, what comes in, and ensuring that it feels right for you, that it feels good as well. There could also be some lovely connections made on May 12th when we have Saturn in Pisces trining Venus in Cancer. It often brings in some kind of feminine energy, feminine connections. It's actually quite suitable that this is Mother's Day weekend. Um, This is the energy of love, giving love, receiving love, doing something from the heart, something caring, and also with another person in mind. So that's a lovely way to begin the weekend, as well as to tap into how much you're trusting what you're feeling, and then allowing that to guide you forward as well. This could even be the energy of repair, repairing 
connections, repairing friendships or family relations with siblings or other people in your immediate orbit. This is a softening energy that can also allow us to soften to each other and to be more accepting as well. So I feel like this is important simply because of how Saturn is now trining this very loving Venus in Cancer and they're both working favorably with Mercury retrograde in Taurus. So you could even have conversations about, hey, I messed up or here's what happened or this is what I was feeling or this is what I was experiencing and I just wanted you to know. So there's something about this energy that is meant to move connections forward that could even feel like some blockages are removed. Then we're going to see from May 13th until May 16th, Jupiter in Aries is at the final degrees of Aries, is at 29 degrees of Aries, which as you'll recall, is where we just had the Aries solar eclipse on April 19th and 20th. So Jupiter coming through and crossing over this eclipse point activates it again. And this will definitely depend on your own chart. If you have planets or points there at 29 degrees of Aries and This is where astrology is a bit like bingo, where you're looking at your chart, like, do I have that? Do I have that? Is that in my chart? And then you're like, yes, bingo, I've got a planet or a point at 29 degrees of Aries. So Jupiter moves across this degree point, amplifies, exaggerates, expands whatever might have come up for you during that Aries solar eclipse. But Jupiter also brings in often a form of spiritual protection, healing, something beneficial to work with. And in Aries, it also delivers a new energy a new perspective, a new understanding. So this feels significant because it's quite rare that Jupiter would travel across an eclipse point, especially so soon after that eclipse just happened, which was less than four weeks ago. So Jupiter moving across this eclipse point brings our attention again to what we're ready to initiate or move forward. It can also show you more ways of working with the energy, more to consider, more to understand. Jupiter is all about more, more, more. And that can also feel overwhelming. In Aries, it can feel like, oh, there's a lot I want to do, a lot I want to get started. I'm ready to move on this. I want to take this into a new place. or I'm ready to do this for myself. But keep in mind that that can be where then the overwhelm comes in and you're like, oh my goodness, this is actually too much. I bit off more than I can chew. I don't know if I really can handle everything involved here. So there are benefits as Jupiter moves across various degree points and revisits them. This could also be where if you missed something or you didn't see it, or it didn't fully connect or land when that Aries solar eclipse happened, Jupiter says, hey, don't forget this. Be sure and look at this. And it brings our attention to anything that maybe was overlooked or it just slipped away. It didn't seem like it was important. Jupiter can highlight what it is you're meant to see. This is also important because Jupiter's final days here in Aries 
are going to bring to your attention more of what you want. What do you want that's on your terms, that's connected to your powerful frequency as a manifester, as someone who is here to create and live a life that fits with your energy? What do you want? And that could be something else that comes front and center for you before Jupiter moves into Taurus is that it's asking you to really understand what gives you life. What inspires you? What do you want to create? Because Aries energy is very creative. It wants to express itself and to know its energy better. So this could be a time when you're understanding what really matters to you and you want to have it in your life or you want to experience it or create it. And it's because it matters to you. It isn't about anybody else's thoughts or opinions. It isn't about how to make someone else happy or to consider what is important to them. This is about focusing on your own energy, your own sense of self, and what you've come to understand about who you are now. And to really love that, embody it, and to own it fully. And then we're going to see... Jupiter move into Taurus on May 16th. And this is where the transition from Aries to Taurus is about making those inspirations real. For all the things that get Aries excited or you want to do or you feel like this can go somewhere, I'm ready. Taurus brings in the practical grounding of, okay, let's look at the who, what, why, where. We're going to assess if this is possible, how it can work, what is involved in terms of money, time, energy, and if we invest in all this, what is going to develop? What's going to come about? How will this be created in the form that you want it to be created in? So we move into the reality of the earth signs as Jupiter moves into Taurus. And this can be very supportive if you have planets or points in the early degrees of the Earth signs, the Earth signs being Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. If you have planets or points at zero, one, or two degrees of the Earth signs, Jupiter is gonna come in and give you something supportive. It's lifting up the energy. Jupiter lifts us up to see something from a new perspective, also to set us free, to help us have a higher perspective, and to look at the bigger vantage point of what we want to do, where we want to go, where we want to take something. And this is how Jupiter can be beneficial, is that it's going to lift up something and you could feel like it has new life to it. And this is going to be stronger towards the end of May, beginning of June. And that's because Jupiter enters Taurus at zero degrees and is going to square Pluto. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But then as Jupiter in Taurus moves forward, especially getting to three degrees of Taurus, it's going to make a conjunction to the North Node and that shows you where to go. And it can be quite exciting. It can be quite motivating. But again, that's if you have planets or points directly at three degrees of Taurus 
or if you have planets or points at three degrees of the earth signs. So again, three degrees of Virgo or three degrees of Capricorn. This is going to be an energy that moves you forward, that shows you more of what you're ready to do next. And it will be the strongest the end of May and the first week in June. So we're building towards that. And this is great news for those who have planets or points in Earth signs. Again, check your chart. See if you have a bingo. Because that means the energy is going to connect personally for you. Now, as I'm talking about Jupiter, I do have to insert here that sometimes the Jupiter influence can be missed. It can be overlooked. It's almost like you think something's just going to show up. And sometimes it does. But sometimes with Jupiter, it can just be that sense of I'm feeling good. I'm going on a great vacation. I'm enjoying my life. Things are happening with my kids or with my family that just feel very effortless. So sometimes that Jupiter can just be a feeling. But when it's in an Earth sign, it typically has some kind of tangible manifestation. So do keep that in mind that if you've been looking for something to move forward, if you've been looking for a plan or wanting to understand how to do something, Jupiter in Taurus will support you with that and will help you put together what is necessary for something to be successful in the real world. So over this week, we're going to see, as I said, Jupiter enter Taurus. And as it does so, from May 16th until May 22nd, Jupiter is at zero degrees of Taurus squaring Pluto retrograde in Aquarius. And this is a big deal because they're both outer planets. But what is most significant is Pluto because Pluto's in a new astrology sign as we've been talking about for a while now. And this is the first time that Pluto is experiencing a square from Jupiter. And it's the first time that Jupiter is experiencing a square to Pluto. Now, this square between Jupiter and Pluto is an amplification where Jupiter opens up the energy and it can feel like all or nothing. It can feel like that Jupiter square is applying a pressure to that Pluto retrograde at zero degrees of Aquarius. And it's saying, what are you going to do in this new world? Pluto in Aquarius is introducing us into more of what's going on in the world, what is at hand, what is at stake. And there's a lot happening right now. There's so much happening in terms of how this world is evolving that it can be hard to keep up and keep pace with it all. And then we have a square from Jupiter that is about keeping things simple. Pluto in Aquarius can be very complicated. Jupiter in Taurus wants things to be basic. What's essential? What really matters? Focus on that. Focus on what you can do instead of letting your mind run away with itself or feeling overwhelmed by all the huge issues going on in the world right now. The Jupiter square is going to amplify Taurus energies and also requires a pause, a pause, a stop, putting something on hold not taking action just yet. And that's because both Pluto and Jupiter are at zero degrees in the fixed signs. So it's a bit like entering into new territory or a new room in your house and you just stop and assess and look at what's going on. 
Look at what you want to do. Consider the reality of what is occurring and what you can choose, what matters to you. And it could feel like you're at a standstill, especially if you have a bunch of priorities in front of you. This energy can feel overwhelming. It can feel like, oh my God, this is so big. This is a really significant choice point. I feel like with the involvement of Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius, we are moving into new soul territory, new energies in our soul are ready to open up, are ready to be activated. These include new light codes. I feel like actually these include new galactic codes. There's something that we are ready to really embody and own more fully that is going to take us out of what has been conventional or ordinary. And it's also these new sparks of creativity. And that's why I'm feeling too with this Jupiter squaring Pluto is that both Jupiter in Taurus and Pluto in Aquarius are very creative in what they want to experience, express, what they wanna make in the world, what they wanna follow. And you could feel that a part of you is at war or at a standstill with yourself around what to do next. Almost like you're feeling this deadlock energy or something is stalled out and it's just a full pause. What am I gonna choose next? Well, the more powerful energy is Pluto and it's asking you to own your energy, to own how you're different, how you're an individual, to look at what you are understanding about your energetic expression in this lifetime, how that goes out into the world, how that is going to become more alive and more powerful in the next number of years and actually the next number of decades. And I feel like this is where we have some big choice points this week around what we are investing in that really is going to take us forward. This energy is meant to move you forward into new parts of your soul's energy. What you're here to do in this lifetime, new ways of showing up for yourself and in your energy. So there is a newness here but it could feel like a risk. It could feel like you're taking a big risk on yourself or in something in your life. It could feel like the universe is saying this, 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 and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I can do that. I'm not sure. And so it can also bring up those fears and doubts and worries. So this is gonna be a week of really managing your energy well, really tuning into your nervous system, and what you're feeling and sensing. This could also be something where you're figuring out the hows. How do I get there? How do I make this happen? What are my next steps? But with Pluto being the stronger energy, even though Pluto is retrograde, Pluto is still bringing our attention to the new areas of ourselves that we're ready to experience. And I feel like these are energies that are new in this lifetime, that are significant in your soul growth. And if you think of Pluto as the archetypal energy of your soul growth, it means your soul is pushing you forward. It's moving you into something, ready or not. And with this square from Jupiter, you could also have a sense of, well, I don't want to change. 
I don't want to budge. I don't want my life to change. I don't want everything to be tossed up into the air and I have to start all over again. And that's more of the extreme of the energies. That certainly wouldn't be the case for most people. Rather, for most of us, this is being very conscious of what we are committing to, what we are putting our energy into, as well as honoring your own growth, honoring how you are different now, honoring how you have shifted, what you've learned, how that has made you who you are today. And it feels like there's something here that could be really clear or really loud or really in your face because that's part of that Jupiter exaggeration. Almost like you're taking a walk and all of a sudden there's this huge billboard in front of you with the clear message and you're like, oh my goodness, I wouldn't even miss this message if I tried. It's so front and center. So there's big energies around this right now. And as I mentioned previously, keep in mind, you will feel this the most if you have planets or points at zero degrees of the fixed signs, so zero degrees of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, that's where the energy is focused the most, and that's also where the fixed grand cross is forming. I have a separate video for you on YouTube that shows you that fixed grand cross, and it's starting to form and build this week as we're also going to see Mars enter Leo next week. That happens on May 20th. So I'll talk about that in next Wednesday's show. But this is where some kind of energy is building. It's forming and it feels significant in a way that perhaps we just need time to sit and think, to be in our conscious self, to also be acting from your healed self, from your higher self, from your more conscious evolved self. So this would not be, for example, about having a tantrum or acting from your wounded inner child who didn't get what they needed. This is about stepping into a newer level of mastery where you are in full command, full command of your life path, what you want, the direction you're going, and you're comfortable just sitting in it as well because this energy is going to feel a bit stuck. It's going to feel locked, almost like if you were to try to push it forward, it won't budge, it won't open. But if you were just to be in the understanding of, okay, this is where I'm at, this is what I'm choosing, this is what I know is correct for me based on what I have lived through, what I've experienced, and I'm ready to do it differently. There's something that we're meant to do differently with this fixed grand cross energy that's forming. We're meant to see it in a new light, do it in a new way, and that right there can bring up all your fears, which is also Pluto. It can bring up all your fears around, oh my God, I've never done this like that before. I haven't been this open or I haven't been this vulnerable or I haven't taken this risk. And it can just open up all these new parts of yourself that you're meeting for the first time, but you're also feeling all these energies or all this is coming to the forefront because you're ready. You're ready. The universe is saying you're ready. And you're like, I'm standing at the edge of a diving board and I don't know if I even want to dive, if I even want to jump. But there's something here where we are jumping into new parts of our energies. And that is both 
exciting and horrifying, right? The two things can mutually exist. It doesn't have to be all exciting and positive and good vibes. It's the and, right? And I'm terrified and I don't know what's going to happen and I've never been here before and I've never done this before and I don't know if I'm any good at it. Is this going to go somewhere? Is this going to be reliable? All the things that come up when we're doing something new and that's what we're preparing for. I also feel like because we have Mercury stationing direct on May 14th at five, nearly six degrees of Taurus, also a fixed sign. This is a pausing moment. It's pausing and just taking deep breaths, really tuning into the power of your energy, allowing yourself to trust more, to allow that trust to run through the veins in your body. In fact, I'm seeing it now as how that crown chakra being a beautiful point of downloads means you could be downloading more trust into your nervous system, into your emotional body, into your fear body. Maybe that's what you visualize. I'm seeing it actually as some very beautiful pink energy that's coming through. It softens, it soothes, it also gives you a greater sense of being in control of your energy instead of feeling like your energy is in control of you. So this is where if you practice this visual of downloading more trust into your nervous system, into your energetics, it's going to feel like you are more supported with whatever is coming up for you or with whatever you're thinking about doing next, the new chapter, the new risk, the new whatever it might be. And keep in mind, it doesn't mean that everybody is doing something brand new necessarily. It means that the energy is new and you could be feeling that. You could just be feeling like things have shifted and changed and and you're feeling different in your skin and you're feeling different in your energy. I also feel this as a huge clearing out of karma because it's happening at zero degrees and because Pluto's involved, Pluto will end things permanently. Pluto takes it away and says, okay, you're done with this and you've either mastered, healed and evolved from it or it'll show up in a different form or in a different way if there's still energies you need to work through and learn from. Because Pluto ultimately wants us to be more conscious and more empowered and to live from that energy, to really embody that in ourselves. So there is an ending out here of karma. There's a closing out of cycles. There's big things that are no longer able to even connect with you and you probably don't want them anyways because it's no longer an energetic fit. And so this is also important to notice in yourself is how you have shifted and grown and to stay aware of what comes up for you over this next week that validates that growth. That's the other thing with some new beginnings is that it reflects the new energies. And so that can be a celebration. That can be something that you're really feeling and sensing in yourself and in ways that only you know about, that only you are aware of. And that's how these energies can also be quite personal. Now, I mentioned how Mars will enter Leo on May 20th, and that occurs right after the Taurus new moon on May 19th. I'll be talking about that more in next Wednesday's podcast, but just want to give you a heads up that Mars will be entering Leo. And before 
Mars leaves Cancer, Mars is going to make a trine to Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. And similar to the energy that I spoke about occurring on May 12th, where it can be a healing energy good for connections or reconnections, Mars in Cancer trining Neptune and Pisces is a softer energy. And it's more about connecting with what you've been learning. And Neptune is the bigger influence here. And Neptune removes. So you could feel that there's things that are moving away and you're okay with it. You're good. You're like, yeah, I learned from that. I understood that. Or yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that exiting. It isn't needed. I'm fine with it being complete. This energy also can have, I'm going to say laziness to it, where you don't want to do much. You just want to relax. You don't have a lot that you're willing to exert or invest or put into something. So keep in mind that around May 15th, and it would even be a day before a day after, so May 14th, 15th, and 16th, there could be a slowdown. It could just feel like things are pretty chill and that there isn't much to do. And that would be beautiful to trust is to just do less. Do less, don't overdo it, and allow yourself to trust what your body wants, where your body wants to go. If your body has a lot of energy, awesome. If it doesn't, that's fine too. And that's something too here, whenever we have planets in Cancer and planets in Pisces, where you can just trust where the day takes you. You're like, okay, today I'll do this and tomorrow I'll do something different. It's being flexible and adaptable and open to change and to not being too hard on yourselves. Now, we live in a world that wants us to produce, to show up, to follow through, to get things done. We live in a world where we really value and highlight those masculine expressions. These energies are the feminine expressions. They just want to be in that flow state and be creative and just trust the moment, trust what is lifting you up. So this is where the energies can be a bit of a struggle when you have to show up to work, but you'd rather take the day off. And that's kind of what this feels like is like there's a sense of ah, I don't really want to do that right now. I don't really want to show up. I would just like to play it cool, keep things easy, go with the flow and allow that to be my day. So of course, take this as it resonates for you and how it fits in your life. But know that overall this week has a softer influence, a receptive influence, a focus on more feminine energies that are designed to slow us down. So there is an intentional slowdown occurring here through the universal weather, and it's slowing us down so that we can tune in to more of ourselves, our intuition, and our needs It's also slowing us down so that we're not overactive, overproducing, overdoing to the point of exhaustion because there's beauty in this ongoing synergistic dance between masculine and feminine energies. And there's a lot this week that's more about focusing on how you can trust the flow of your own energy, trust your intuition even more and allow that to guide you. It takes us off of autopilot. 
It takes us off of doing things because others expect it of us or we just think we should. There's an opportunity here to check in with your self-definition. Check in with who am I now? What does matter to me? What is important in terms of my life values? Am I living that? Am I in touch with that? Is that something that I'm really owning and I'm living my life from it? Or am I stuck in the constructs of the 3D matrix? Am I limiting my energy? Am I holding back my dreams or what is possible in my life because I don't know how to change it? I don't know how to do otherwise. And if that's the case, if those are some of the questions that you have or that are coming up for you, then this would be a beautiful week to give those questions to the universe. Give anything to the universe and then allow yourself to receive answers, receive information, receive something coming through. I mentioned how it can come through your dream state. It can come through a song lyric. It can come through a movie or a conversation. There's information that can come through to you because you're sitting next to somebody in a restaurant who says something, who says a phrase, and your ears perk up and you're like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So stay open to all the ways the universe is speaking to you right now, especially with these softer, more receptive energies, and really understand how beautifully magical it is that we can receive communications and energetic responses through unlimited means. And there could be things that the universe is trying to get your attention about or trying to bring front and center. And often what happens is it starts as a whisper, it starts out very soft, and then if you're missing it or you're not paying attention, it gets louder and louder till it's yelling in your face and you can't miss it even if you tried. So this is a week to allow those answers to come in before they're yelling at you and to remember that if anything has your name on it, you're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. Now, your free will can choose otherwise, especially if someone is operating from their ego or their mind too much. But if they have full alignment with their heart and their emotions, that's where you understand more of what you want, more of who you are. And it also brings you into that higher alignment with what has your name on it that you're meant to say yes to or move towards or explore or just understand how it's beautifully right on time for you. So you won't miss anything that has your name on it, but your ego or your mind and your free will can shut it down, push it away, make other decisions and choices. But it's when we are open in our hearts and we're connected to what we really feel that we also dig in deeper. We sink in deeper to something that is correct for us because we feel it and we openly feel it in a way that is beautifully supported as well. So it's really a week to be open to what is coming in, what you're sensing, what you're feeling, what is showing up in your dreams or what messages are coming through that you just feel like that little tug or even if something is like pulling on your heartstrings, that's for a reason too. So I think this can be a beautiful time to look at what those messages are and what is possible for you that maybe you never thought was possible before. That's part of what we're moving into as well. 
And on that note, in terms of being receptive and open and connected to our heart spaces, I want to sincerely and deeply thank all of you for your outpouring of love, care, and healing energy to my family and to Jaden and his mom and dad who are moving through a very big experience right now with his health. Uh, We were blown over by your care, your words, your energy, your thoughtfulness, your willingness. And it feels like we created a healing vortex and opened up a compassion portal that I also hope extends to everyone who could benefit from it and who would need it as well. And I'm just so grateful, as is everyone connected to him. And those of you who donated to the GoFundMe, I mean, that was above and beyond. That was so generous and kind of you and certainly not expected. But those of you who wanted to, thank you. Thank you. And also thank you because it was a beautiful surprise and definitely helps what is coming through in terms of the bills and everything that still need to be taken care of, which is hard um, when his mom can't work and his dad has to also support him. So there's just a lot involved, as is the case with these scenarios. But just thank you and know that the energy you shared and offered went a long way. And I hope it continues to do so as he undergoes this journey. Uh, Pretty soon he will just be in basically isolation in Children's Hospital because his immune system is so weak that he can't be exposed or around other people um, as it would be very detrimental to his healing and what he's moving through. So I take this as an opportunity to remember that everyone is powerful. Every single one of us is powerful. We are powerful at a soul level. We're powerful in what we choose to experience and undergo in every lifetime. We are powerful in our active choices as well as in our higher consciousness. So I always think of how this is the case for Whatever comes up for each of us, personally or otherwise in our lifetime, you are still powerful. You're always traveling with that eternal connection to your soul and to your higher self and to your God self. So this is an opportunity to continue to embrace that as well as to actively remember that. Another quick thing to share with you is that the Sail with Spirit Alaska Cruise that is happening the first week in September is actually sold out. And I guess this is the first time it's happened four months in advance. That's what the organizer Susan told me. She's like, this has never happened before. We've never had a sold out boat, but we do. So it's waitlist only at this time. If you were thinking of joining, if it's still something you're interested in, you can join the waitlist for the cruise and then they'll reach out and let you know if anything opens up. And then for those of you who are developing and growing your business, As an astrologer, a healer, an energy guide, you do readings or sessions of some kind, you work with people one-on-one in some capacity, yes, you can still get $100 off my new 
business development program that's about shining your light and supporting others with your gifts. This is a course with a lot of information, a lot of topics, a lot of material, and it's designed to help you get some answers now to how to deal with things that come up that can be tricky or uncomfortable and you don't know how to navigate it. This is designed to bring you into your energy so you understand your energy doing this work. It's not about copying or doing something that anybody else is doing. And that's the risk you take in terms of doing business on your own terms based on your own gifts is that you're stepping into really knowing your gifts, really knowing how your energy runs, how your energy is strong and clear and what's best for you, how to do sessions that are best for your energy, how to trust your own talents and how you're here to support people. It's different for all of us. That's why I also believe that this is a lifetime for healers, astrologers, guides to be abundant, to be fruitful, to prosper, to have a booming business because first of all, that's our karmic payback from the dark ages and other times when we were not welcomed, respected, or honored. But this is a lifetime where you are. This is a lifetime where you get to be in your beautiful power, in your gifts, and to do things in a way that honors your energy. And in fact, that's the only way it's going to last. You could build a business and base it on what someone else taught you that they did, but if it's not your energy, it's not going to last long term. It's not going to go the distance. It'll fall apart. You'll get frustrated. It will be like, oh no, I'm a failure. You will internalize it. No, this is about building a business based on your energy, your way of doing it, and opening up the energy to understand that there's room for all of us. There's room for all of us. And that's part of the age of Aquarius energy is that not only is it about expanding the conversations, expanding diversity, expanding the playing field, it's welcoming in how you're uniquely designed. It's welcoming in how you're here to be successful. And that's why I want to help and guide you with this is that I believe there's more than enough room for everyone to be successful. There's more than enough people for us to help and guide and assist in whatever capacity that looks like for you. So please know that that is the driving intention of this program. And those of you who are enrolled in this program, I have more things coming for you to help you build your business in very practical ways. So that's why this is a program I'm so excited to connect people with because I really want more people to be living their gifts, to be living from a place of, I can do this. And yes, you can. Absolutely. Especially when you base it on how your energy runs and how you're here to be successful and abundant. So if this is calling to you, be sure and check it out. It's called Shine Your Guiding Light. It is on my website, mollymccord.online. Yes, you can still get a hundred bucks off and I'll put the link below the podcast too. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope you have a beautiful week ahead where you receive the messages you're ready to receive. You get the information or the insights that validate you and support you. And I hope that it happens in a very charming and even unexpected way. 
I'll see you back here for our next podcast episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And in the meantime, I love connecting with you on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Take good care. I will see you back here next week. And I hope Jupiter entering Taurus brings you some lovely life developments. I'll see you soon.